Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Yes, hello. How's it going, GR Dad? It's fine. Excellent, excellent. Oh, boy. A little too enthusiastic, <laughs> perhaps. <laughs> Never mind. It's Halloween, you guys. Yes, we. Everyone's going to listen to this after Halloween, but we are still fully in the Halloween spirit here in the household. I'm on a sugar high. Also, you've had a few drinks. <laughs> Come on. Could be a sugar high. Wee! <laughs> the cocktail of the week this week <laughs> is the Nightmare on Bourbon Street. Yes. A great name. Great name. That's a pretty good cocktail, too. Yeah. So the Nightmare on Bourbon Street is bourbon, apple cider, like regular old apple cider, lemon juice. It calls for maple syrup, but I don't actually like maple very much. I do eat maple syrup on my pancakes, but like that's it. So I used agave. Which kind of gets you the like richness of maple syrup without the mapley flavor. Canadians, listen away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Canadians and all of you like Hide your Maine, eyes. New Hampshire, Vermonters. I'm sorry. Mostly Canadians. I've actually made maple syrup before. Mostly Canadian. Yeah, but you hate it. I, I don't hate it. Sorry, I'm binary. I just you like <laughs> it in very specific contexts mm. on waffles and pancakes and that's it. Uh, anyway, bourbon, apple cider, lemon juice, maple syrup, or substitute agave. Also, honey syrup would be good. Um, fresh ginger yeah. and hard, sparkling hard cider. So this has like a cinnamon sugar rim, which is delish. I don't like salt rims, but I would love highly this. recommend this drink. It's full of surprises. Yeah. If you want to rim a glass with like whatever you're going to rim it with. Tahine, also really good rim. Like if you're making a margarita. Tahine uh, is spicy hot pepper chili yes but it has a little bit of zip zing yeah like chili lime mm -hmm. it's not sweet it is not sweet did you grow up with tahini in your life no i also no. did not but lots of people did i was introduced to it a year ago right yeah. like i, I mean we really had no idea we suffered with a lack of tahini if you had mangoes <laughs> in your life growing up you have had tahini in oh. your life because it's great on mangoes oh also watermelon it's delicious. You can get it at the grocery store. We just never had it. No, we did not have it in Germany. Uh, so anyway, tahini, really good rim for margaritas. Mm -hmm. If you want to do a salt rim, mm -hmm. sugar rim, this is a cinnamon sugar rim. Just You can use water, but it's best like if you're squeezing citrus anyway for your drink to just take like the empty citrus rind and run it over the edge of your glass, which will get it damp. Man. And then on like a little plate, pour a rim, a little ring of whatever it is you're going to rim with. And then just stick the damp edge of the glass in there and let it sit for a couple minutes. And uh, the cinnamon sugar rim on this is delicious. This drink is a journey. Do you want to hear my journey? Yeah, please. I smell the cinnamon and the appleness of it. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, it's going to be a mulled cider. It's going to be like a Christmas drink, like You're a mulled, like, mulled spiced something. Why right? would Jen make that? Because she hates, hates mulled, mulled everything. everything. Mm -hmm. And then you drink it and it's like not at all that. It's yeah. like a... It's, it's fairly dry. It's got some zip. It's a really well-balanced drink. It's got some citrus. It's very, it's a great, as I said, a journey, a, a roller coaster of only positive emotions. Like a roller coaster that only goes down, if you like that, or only goes up, if you like that. <laughs> it's kind of a cross between a bourbon sour and a stone fence or a stone wall. Yeah, yeah. Which is apple cider in bourbon. But it's, it's, it's it was for me it was fun having it now because i do expect things to be mulled and have like i don't know whatever the the mulled spices are and and yeah. things like that if i smell cinnamon i think of going in the apple cider direction yep and it doesn't 
it smells like it but it doesn't taste like it yeah you get like a nice whiff of it that's like lovely but then you don't get the kind of gloopy <laughs> mold and stuff that's where we disagree i don't think it's gloopy or bad yeah. but it's surprisingly fun this one yeah and the fresh ginger kind of gives it a kick like a little bit of heat yeah you don't expect ginger in a in a christmas drink unless it's like with all the other mold maybe stuff, you should is, uh, it's this drink is great i don't think mold stuff has ginger ginger is expensive <laughs> Malt spice is cheap. Uh, thanks to friends of the squad, Simon and Joe, who gave us uh, one of those like squeezy tubes of ginger, uh, which is like a great way to have ginger in your house. Although we have like some when they were of, here in May. We have some kind of seven pound ginger root in our fridge now, right now, too, that we've been carrying around for a month. I. It's a giant ginger root. So I'm supposed to be drinking a little bit less because of a new medicine that I'm on. Like I'm allowed to have alcohol. But they do recommend that I cut back. And so I have. Uh, but I was like, man, like I've been like way into chartreuse lately, which <laughs> is quite high proof. Which is awesome, though. Tasty. It's so good. And uh, we you bought me a couple years ago the cookbook from the Aviary, which is a mm -hmm. kind of avant-garde cocktail bar in Chicago that we've gone to. Super fancy cocktail bar. A lot of things on fire or smoky or interesting containers yeah. very experimental yeah. it's mm -hmm. great highly recommend and they put out a, a book that i think is called zero which is for no proof cocktails in this book we've talked about it on the podcast before it's batshit crazy oh, that's with it's the like sous vide bubble gum process yeah <laughs> for like three days to get this syrup it's crazy so they have a recipe for an a herbal liqueur a herbal syrup that oh is God. supposed to be kind of a replica of chartreuse. <laughs> and I was like, fuck it. Like, I'm going to make it. It has like 40 ingredients. It's appropriate for Halloween because it evoked a witch's cauldron to me. It I'll had, post a picture. It had ingredients that I thought were cursed or blessed or magical. It it was crazy. I had to buy like tons of these ingredients on the on the internet because I mean, who I'm like, has I don't eye of newt of sitting stuff. around who has who has toad toes <laughs> all right hang on let me let me pause and get the recipe up here because it's worth <laughs> reading all right here we go the the ingredients are water honey start with the exotic ones Ugh. we get there so quickly my eyes are rolling water honey vegetable glycerin fresh poblano peppers okay you're there now fresh ginger mastic Fresh basil <laughs> leaves and stems, fresh parsley leaves and stems, galangal, galangal. I don't know. It's some kind of rooty thing that galangal looks sort of like to a be ginger. harvested at midnight on a full moon only. Coriander seeds, star anise, fennel pollen, fennel seeds. Fennel dried. pollen? Am I a bee? It fennel pollen. It turns out comes in a little tin like Altoids. I'm not a bee. It looks like the pollen. Who that harvests bees. pollen? Probably fucking bees. Druids. Uh, fennel seeds, tarragon, whole green cardamom pods, crushed, <laughs> fresh thyme leaves and stems, orange peel, lemon peel, whole black peppercorns, coarsely crushed, cinnamon sticks, coarsely crushed, fenugreek seeds. I had fenugreek leaves, but you need fenugreek seeds. <laughs> dried mint, whole Szechuan peppercorns, whole green peppercorns. Sorry, fenugreek is something from Harry Potter. I don't think it exists. Whole cloves and saffron threads. So saffron I, threads, not even saffron seeds? Saffron comes in threads. That, that's the normal way to get it. <laughs> I put this stuff together in a pot, and it was like the most beautiful thing I had ever made. You see this picture? This is oh. what the pot looked like. It's wow. it's true gorgeousness. 
And my house smelled, I made this when I was up in Maryland. It smelled so good for like three days because like I cooked it. So the house smelled great. And then I like drained it off and I'm like, I'm just going to keep this like boiled pile of herby things sitting around in the kitchen because it smells so good. My house smelled so good. You should have rubbed it in the corners. Was that you, feta cheese? It's going gone. So anyway, it was extremely delish. Uh, Well, it smelled really good. The taste of the thing was like interesting, but it tastes nothing like chartreuse. And I don't know, it was it was fine. It was not worth like the hundred dollars I spent on interesting ingredients, but I it was mean, very fun to make. I have it. noticed you can now throw curses and spells. You can throw spells. I now. felt very magical you when I was making spells. it. Yeah. Maybe you need to catch it on fire. Did you catch it on fire? There's no alcohol in it, so you can't really catch it on fire. And with enough fire, you can catch. I can just you, mix it with. You do have chartreuse, <laughs> and then it would catch you on do fire. Have burners. You have what are they called? Bunsen burners? No, you have a a tor- a blowtorch in I, every kitchen. I yes, do. Yes, I'm I just do. saying. I'm just saying. It's it from was Home Depot. Freaking amazing! But it just shows you that alcohol is something interesting too, and adds depth. Yeah. So anyway, um, that was a sidetrack, but the cocktail of the week is the Nightmare on Bourbon Street. Great, great name. Uh, very tasty cocktail. Yes, I wholly approve. And if you want something that's seasonal but not familiar or boring, this is good. This is excellent. Good use of apple. Yep. Also, um, try a tahini rim on your next margarita. Change your life. You will not regret it. Change your life for the better. Okay. You ready for administrative corner? <laughs> I love administrative corner. All right. Yeah. It's two weeks until my book comes out. This is the best news ever. It seemed like it was never going to happen. Frankly, when we were talking about it in June, I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. No. There's, there's never no. going to be a November. It's going to be fine. Whatever. November. That You might as well just say space time. <laughs> <laughs> star trek time star date 2714 the book comes out i was like yeah right come on it, it has felt kind of like that especially two and a half years ago when you started this whole project like literally there's some podcasts where you're just like oh you're gonna publish your book in 2024 and i was like that <laughs> numbers don't even go hop that high there's not enough number digits so uh thank you everyone for your patience i am expected to be posting frequently about she's the book. being flogged to flog it makes me feel bad because I know you all know about the book already. Um, but if you're still thinking about buying it for like Christmas or Hanukkah presents for people, buy it from Amazon because that's what my editor wants is for people to buy it from Amazon. I am considering having a serious talk with your editor. You still absolutely can pre-order and get a paw printed version from Honest Dog Books. But I feel like we've saturated Honest Dog Books. So if you're just going to like send one to someone like buy it from amazon there's links all over the freaking socials about it uh and i apologize that i'm going to be posting like almost every day flogging the book for the next two weeks but i am expected to do it and um i thank you for your grace yes also buy the book she's not annoying like this in normal life (laughs) we uh we need about (laughs) six thousand pre-orders to make the new york times bestseller list and the most they allow me to buy is less than that (laughs) We are closing in on three, so we still have quite a ways to go. We're doing tons, tons of media. I mean, I just got a new credit card, so I can do it. <laughs> but who knows? Uh, so yes. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for everybody who's bought a book, and you know, 
if you want to buy extras for people, do that. Okay. You're doing Thanks. a great job. Mostly tell other people. Yes. Tell people who don't follow the squad about how awesome this book is. It be period how awesome this book is. They could I, be like astronomers, and they you could just some somehow find a reason. Yeah, I did get um forty copies of the book of the hardback. I had had the galleys, which are like soft cover, like advanced readers, but I got like the actual book that's going to be out, and uh, I have forty copies. So we are going to be doing a giveaway in the next week. Um, but if you have like a vet's office that has a bunch of followers on Facebook or a rescue group, it's interesting. I didn't even tell you this Ingo, but, um, I emailed great our rescue group and I was like, Hey, great. So I like have administrator privileges to all our social accounts, uh, (laughs) but I don't want to abuse them. So shut you down. Is it okay if I, uh, post about the book and they're like, well, it's really against the rules. Like I could ask the board of the rescue group for permission. And I was like, you know what? Like, don't bother. It's fine. But it did hurt my feelings Stop a little bit. Stop giving them money, baby. <laughs> They're fine. They don't even need money. <laughs> maybe, maybe a little sad. I mean, it was nice that they offered to like ask for an exception, but I was like, man, okay, never mind. Politics in small groups is complicated, guys. People are complicated. If you have a rescue group that would like like a copy to like do an auction for or a giveaway, just let me know and I'll send it to you. Like if they're if they will post about it with the Amazon link, I will send you a copy. I got forty, and I could probably get more if I need them. Shelters, hotels. Yeah, if you anybody uh-huh. who has a bunch of followers, if you want to like advertise my book, I will send you a free copy Someone of it. Wants to Just read. let me know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so that's administrative item number schools. one. Schools, schools, we would give to a school. Yeah, as long as you like email the parents and are like, you know what, you should all buy this book. Or whatever. Yeah, school library, but but also yes, this should not be banned in any state. Who's making those sounds? I think it's the feds. The feds. <laughs> it's the feds. They're at the door, Jen. The feds. Okay. Uh, item number two. Let me let her out. I think she was just out. She's just hurting. She just went out. Yeah. This is. You, why would you all ask? Dog updates to follow. thank you thank you for not spoiling it (laughs) okay item number two uh thank you everybody who sent me this it is exactly the news that i need and i appreciate that we now get to talk about headline from outdoor life walleye stuffing tournament cheater chase kaminsky now accused of poaching deer at night this is the weights in fish guy this is consequences if he's always the rest of his life for the rest of eternity referred to as the walleye stuffing fish cheater mm-hmm. Kaminsky. That would be perfect justice and karma. Yep. So if you remember back in September of 2022, Chase Kaminsky How could you not? <laughs> and Jake Runyon got caught putting weights in fish weights with the infamous weights in fish. Weights in fish video. Uh, the first fish scandal that we covered on the podcast. And and still one of the best. Uh, absolutely the best. Mm. We have been following the cases of Chase Kaminsky, which included an accusation of stalking a woman and following her to her, to her house in his car. This is not a guy I'm terribly upset about being karma finding and haunting. And one of the two of them, I don't know if it was Chase or 
Runyon, the other guy, <laughs> got caught like passing a counterfeit hundred dollar bill at a bowling alley. I think with it was his Kaminsky son. and his son. That was the, the son was involved for better or worse. Like you're now making you're dragging your kids into it, Kaminsky. Okay, well here's a new update. Get an honest job. One of the disgraced pro fishermen who was convicted of multiple felonies for stuffing walleyes with lead weights at a tournament in Lake Erie last year has now been accused of poaching deer in Pennsylvania. Should I do this in my radio voice? On October 23rd, Chase Kaminsky was charged with eight counts of wildlife crimes, according to Mercer County court records. The charges stem from accusations that Kaminsky killed several whitetail bucks while hunting without a license after oh. legal hours and out of season, the Herald reports. Cheating cheater cheats. A criminal complaint filed by the Pennsylvania Game Commission Northwest and secured by the Herald says that game wardens were contacted on November 25, 2022 by someone who knew Kaminsky. They reported that Kaminsky had harvested several deer illegally between 2013 and 2021. Wardens followed up on these accusations and searched Kaminsky's home in Hermitage, Pennsylvania. They discovered five mounted bucks that had either been tagged in another person's name or killed at night during that time frame, according to NBC4. All five of the deer would have been deemed illegal harvests anyway because, as wildlife officials pointed out in the criminal complaint, Kaminsky has been banned from hunting in Pennsylvania since 2008 due to prior game law violations. Come down on this guy. This is taken to jail territory. Come on, guys. Kaminsky is scheduled to be arraigned in Mercer County on November 14th. No tears for Kaminsky. This guy sounds like a... (laughs) Yeah. He sounds like a a miscreant. The poaching case only adds to Kaminsky's pile of legal woes as they come on the heels of forgery charges that were filed against him in February. According to the criminal complaint in that case, which is still ongoing, Kaminsky and his 18-year-old son tried passing off counterfeit bills at a bowling alley in Hermitage. Look, 18-year-old, disassociate yourself from your dad now Mm -hmm. because it's a bad road he's going down and it leads to consequences. Maybe not today. Maybe not 30 years later, but 31 years later. <laughs> and then it seems like it's all piling up. That somebody is paying attention to Kaminsky. These forgery charges made a bigger splash than they would have otherwise because Kaminsky was already in the spotlight for his role in a highly publicized cheating scandal that rocked the professional fishing world in October 2022. <laughs> and, and this podcast. On September 30th of that year, he and his teammate, Jacob Runyon, were caught red-handed stuffing their walleyes with lead weights to increase their overall bag weight. And other little fish, let's not forget. Lead weights and other little fish, they just jammed whatever they could find into those poor, dead walleye. Video footage from that day shows the outrage that ensued. (laughs) The two anglers were on track to win the tournament, and they likely would have been named Team of the Year in the Lake Erie Walleye Trail after having what tournament directors called a curiously unprecedented run of success. Kaminsky and Runyon pleaded guilty in May to felony charges of cheating, attempted grand theft, possessing criminal tools, and unlawful ownership of wild animals. Their ultimate fall from grace culminated in a Cuyahoga County courtroom where they were handcuffed and taken to jail to serve 10-day sentences. The two men were also fined, put on probation, and had their fishing privilege suspended for three years. Excellent pronunciation of Cuyahoga. Thank you. I think. Uh, thank you to Dak Collins. This is his article for Outdoor Life that we just read to you. So, Those Fish guys, man. scandal update, you guys. It turns so exciting. Out it was not just a one-time thing. This guy is a bad man, and he just thinks he 
laws don't apply to him. Yeah. And he cheats through life, and that's bad. I have a uh, Google alert set up for both these guys, <laughs> Chase Kaminsky and Jacob Runyon, so yeah. I know everything that goes on in their life <laughs> that's newsworthy, which yeah. is now everything. I mean, look, that this is consequences. The, the guy, obviously, is... He cheats at golf, right? I mean, he, oh, you, you know, he, he like, he can't. Yeah, never mind. It's just awful. Son of Kaminsky, please change your ways, man. This is not the way to go. Yep. You're not going to be popular. You ready for dog updates? Yes. Yes, I am. Dog updates. Excellent. Uh, excellent. Feta got fixed today. <laughs> is that a song? Better got fixed today. Everybody, better got fixed today. Other people. Now it is. That's good. <laughs> I think it's a good. Yeah, you know what that means? Hmm. She can't have kids. I mean, that's pretty good. Me either. That's what it medically <laughs> means. But that doesn't mean. What? I got that done too, Feta. But that's related to Feta's procedure. Feta's procedure. Saying, I had a similar Feta's one. Feta's procedure does not mean that I can't have kids. It's not contagious. I mean, it depends on who who you're getting down with, Ingo, because you can't have kids with me because I got my factory shut down just <laughs> like Feta did. Yes, yes, yes. But not today. Not not yesterday. <laughs> correct. <Okay>. Correct. <laughs> and not by a veterinarian. No, no. I had a real human doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, but good job, Feta. <laughs> now, Feta's vet is a human, by the way. Full yeah, I meant a doctor for humans as opposed to a doctor who is a, a human. A robot. <laughs> um, this means... That Feta has now completed all the requirements of her foster life and is now available for adoption. Freaking miscreant. Nobody would want her. I think we'll have to keep her. I don't know. I think we should put her up for somebody else to take I her. I think it's hopeless. Hopeless. I'm not giving $1,000 to someone who so they can take her. It's ridiculous. I mean, you don't have to give any money. Like, they'll... No, nah, with this miscreant, there's no way. And people need money incentive. Like, take this dog with this saddlebag full of cash, please. Look at that miscreant. She looks just... Look at her little face. Just rejecto. Um, not, she doesn't speak English, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> you're a very nice feta. You're you're the best. I mean, um, are you arguing against us putting her up for adoption? No, no, we should put her up for adoption, but no one's going to take her. I think it's just futile. The mm. law does not require a futile act, Jen. You would know. It's the maxim. Okay. A maxim. One of a hundred million in the law. So you're saying because it would be a futile act, we should not put her up for adoption. No. She's freaking... She's not market. Nobody's going to want her. <laughs> I'm just saying we don't need to put her up. It's fine. We just, just count her as a fail and be like, oh, fine. We'll keep this... Reject. So that's your proposition. We just adopt her. She's just <laughs> look at that sad sack. No, <laughs> nobody will want her. Do you want her? I guess. <laughs> All right. I guess we'll have to keep I her then. Guess reluctantly. <laughs> Jerk. Stop eating things. She's she's literally pulling out the little bottom from her <laughs> airplane travel crate and like hauling it across the floor so she can gnaw on it. <laughs> That airplane travel crate, which is now way too small for her, has become her favorite toy. She thinks she had it 19 pounds and now she's 38 pounds. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, 38.8. Yes. Please. So I, I think we should need to talk about it some more about adopting versus not. Oh, okay. But it's, she's kind of hopeless. I wouldn't recommend Nobody her. Nobody wants her. I wouldn't recommend her to anyone. <laughs> 
Uh, so she did great with her spay. Mm-hmm. And we do have some dog body suits, but they sent her home with one, which is the first time that's ever happened. Very cute. Forest green. It's very cute. extremely cute. I think it's like neoprene. Uh, it's but very it, cute. Cu- you guys, if you haven't done this, like... I think it's a sign that our vet is doing well. <laughs> maybe. Uh, it's got their like logo on it and everything. Mm. Uh, body suits for dogs are great for like post fixing procedures, either spays or neuters, because they just like wear the super cute little. They're flattering. Onesie. Very They're flattering. Very slimming. <laughs> yeah. Also look kind of like a superhero. Make your dog's head look giant. And uh, keeps them from licking down by their bits, which is really hard to do. So yeah, because she's like a snake and she can lick around a, a funnel if yep. she wants to. So you can get them on Amazon. Yeah, it's way more humane than a funnel. I mean, like not that the, the cone of shame is inhumane, but it's just like way nicer for them. Come on. The, the cone of shame is, is cumbersome and a pain, right? They, they bonk into, into stuff. stuff. Yeah. There you go. We run into stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So they sent her home with one. Even we had one, but the, it's great. Um, and so she's supposed to, for 10 to 14 days, no running, jumping, playing, or swimming. Have they met Feta? I was like, we're going to do our best, you guys. And they're like, that's all we can ask. For 10 to 14 days, be a different dog. Be some dog that is not Feta. I was like, if we can make it four, that would be great. Yeah, if we can, that's right. So we'll No see. swimming will break her heart. We'll have to take her out individually yeah. and play defense yeah. as she runs towards the water. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's that. But it's okay. In the long scheme of things, even ten to fourteen days is not impossible. We've had we've had month long restrictions on things with ears and Yeah, for sure. Scars, Brody's elbow and, oh, and things. Yeah. We've had month long restrictions and somehow the time does pass. I mean I'm I'm learning that time does pass, even does. if it's four weeks and it seems impossible and you might as well just forget it and hang it up and you know, give the dog away and you know Whoop. Move to a different state and sell all your belongings and die wow. in the desert. <laughs> it it <laughs> actually is never that bad, and four no, weeks do pass. That's fine. Uh, in other feta news, last night Ingo went out, and Ingo is always interested in seeing what he can see in the water. Oh, at I night. love looking at fish or he, for fish or fish fish looking. So he's got a real powerful flashlight, and sometimes we do have a Caribbean reef octopus that lives by our house, which is super cool. Is that what he's called? Yeah, Tony. Is he, his name Tony? Caribbean? I don't know. I mean, I haven't asked him specifically. <laughs> you just decided. I think I just decided right now. I think his Tony. Uh, let me make sure that's He's pretty right. cool. He does it's flash blue. colors. Yeah, but he... Caribbean like f- reef octopus. Look f- at this picture. It looks just like Tony. <laughs> yeah, he flashes colors and he's he's not huge. No. But he's probably, I don't know, tw- 15 inches across. That's about right. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, if you Google Caribbean reef octopus, you'll see a picture and it looks exactly like the mm-hmm. guy who lives mm-hmm. by our house. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we see the octopus. Ingo does this more than me. Um, but last night he saw a shark. Yeah, because when some ding dong wakes me up at two o'clock in the morning, feta, uh, I will sometimes take my flashlight and look around because we have lobsters that like are floating around out there. Crawl around, yeah. And this was like, I was looking at feta who was thinking of going for a swim down the platform, and all of a sudden I see a big nurse shark. Big giant shark. It was a nurse shark, I think. Right? It was, yeah. yeah. Or, or you know, like a pretty harmless shark, but it was like pretty big. It was bigger than Feta. It looked bigger than Feta. And what did Feta think about it? 
Not much. She didn't, jumped right in the water. Yeah, she didn't notice it, or if she did, she wasn't intimidated by it. She didn't do like a guac where she's like, I must jump on that shark. <laughs> she didn't see it. She also doesn't like chase every bird or anything. I'm more observant than Feta is, but she's small. Yeah. Um, so that was pretty cool. Yep. Um, everybody else is doing fine. There have been like random ear infections. Vink's getting her shots and massages. So is Brody. Vink's on Librella now. Yep. If anyone's tracking that medication. The only other interesting news is that friend of the squad, Bahia, our neighbor's dog, yes. is coming to stay with us Saturday into Sunday. So it'll be like a 24-hour, six-dog household. Right? Doesn't, doesn't it, That don't impress me much, as Miss Twain said. No. No. Um, our friend Candy was like, are you sure you're okay? It's okay. And I was like, we are not going to notice the difference. No, she's she pretty in great. low maintenance. She's an older dog. She's, she's she's thirteen. She's been here quite a few times. She's doesn't she gets along with everyone. She's not bothered by anyone. Yep. No, they all just treat her like she lives here. Yep. She's a she's a good girl. She's gonna be easy. So she's gonna come Saturday into Sunday. So probably in the snaps you'll see an additional dog. But she's not a keeper. She's very well attended and loved, and her people are just out of town for a yep. weekend. So yep, yep. She's v- actually really only just visiting. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, any other dog updates before we move on to Taste of the Keys? Nope. Okay, uh, so today is Halloween. Halloween! Which means we just completed Fantasy Fest here in the Keys. I didn't get naked at all. <laughs> I did not get naked. I get not arrested. I didn't get accosted. I didn't see any live nudity. It was as things go kind of tame i was out of town uh testifying at a trial all week you yeah, which i still could have gone i mean i'm a grown-up adult you could have gone and looked at the naked people naked. by yourself that sounds more dumb a little sad desperate um anyway pulitzer Pri- pulitzer prize winning journalist two gwen pulitzer Filosa. prizes gwen Filosa, um did have a twet god <laughs> I've had more to drink than I thought. A thread on Twitter. Oh, a twet. A, <laughs> you were going to say a twed. <laughs> I was going to say a twet on Twitter. A twed. <laughs> a thread on Twitter yesterday. Um, With some videos. Fantasy Fest arrests. Oh, these are good. This has one of the highlights of of the month or so maybe the year. You guys, Key West Gwen is her handle. At Key West Gwen. Follow her, please, on Twitter. Uh, she is a lovely follow and a lovely human being, and she has two Pulitzer Prizes. And she's a dog sitter, so she posts fun dog pics, too. Yep, yep. Great follow. Uh, and she did a thread on Twitter of Fantasy Fest arrests. So that's what we're going to do. Number one, Fairport, New York couple jailed for indecent exposure. <laughs> after i remember this one because <laughs> it's like you can be naked at fantasy fest no, so this one gets good what is it that you have to do to get arrested for indecent exposure when you're allowed to be fully naked at fantasy fest? again don't talk to the cops because you'll end up in a story like this one and look this is not like mardi gras where like you can show your boobs but not your lower bits you're allowed to be fully naked at fantasy fest with a tiny amount of body paint as long as you're in the fantasy zone, but which is a pretty big zone. As it I is. It's many it. blocks. It's, it's many blocks. A lot of it is the fantasy zone. You can walk zone. around naked. So how do you get arrested for indecent exposure? Well, this Fairport, New York couple was jailed for indecent exposure after an FBI agent 
spotted them having sex outside Sloppy Joe's, which is like on Duval Street, the main drag in Key West. It is one of the knotenpunkte. It's one of the main crossroads in Key yes, West. That's is right. the Sloppy Joe's intersection on Duval Street. Quote, Brian said that he was not having sex with his wife in public, but it could have been his friend who was out with them, the <laughs> police reported. Don't talk to the cop. How did this statement help you, Brian? Oh, this it might not have been my wife. I don't remember. It could have been someone else. How's your wife going to feel, Brian? <laughs> so the wife is a 59-year-old attorney. Her husband is 60 years old, and they spent the night in jail and were released without having to post bond. He also had some weed, police said. Some weed. He also has a domestic explanation situation no going on. The wife is like, you don't think it was me? I was going to say, either he was having sex with the wife, and she's like, what the fuck, my dude? Or he was having sex with a friend, and she's like, what the fuck, my dude? Why am I in jail with you if you're banging your friend, <laughs> Brian? Also, friend. No kidding. I was a good friend. They were clearly together, and they both got arrested, and he's statement is weird like you're having sex with somebody and if you get arrested for it they're definitely arresting the person that you were fucking is nonsensical (laughs) they didn't he must have been so drunk he just made no sense i'm not sure it was my wife i was having sex with could have been a friend of mine and the wife is like staring daggers at him and the cop's like i'm putting this in the report because he did say it and it's too good not to (laughs) and it's fantasy fest Okay. In addition, a 20-year-old from Westler Ma in a banana costume was locked up for disorderly conduct uh, conduct and resisting arrest after Key West police said he was urinating on the sidewalk (laughs) and fled when told to stop. Picture the guy in a banana costume somehow dick out because he was peeing. He had a zipper. A big zipper. Well, maybe it's a big zipper or he ripped it. Dick out, banana costume, peeing on the sidewalk. The cops come up and they're like, hey, stop that. And he's like, poof, 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 poof. He peels Running himself away. back up. He runs away. <laughs> Peeled down the street. Running banana. He was jailed after an officer, quote, utilized a leg sweep to take him to the <laughs> ground. Sweep. They're like, stop that banana. And the officer was like, whoosh. whoosh. <laughs> he's like, wait. The banana is this collapsed the to the ground. Opposite of a banana peel? Is this a banana peel slipping on an officer's <laughs> leg? That's crazy. <laughs> That is backwards world. Oh, my God. (laughs) That banana peel slipped on you, officer. A 46-year-old woman from Santa Rosa, California, was jailed for indecent exposure for, quote, completely uncovered breasts in front of Sloppy Joe's after she'd been warned about it the night before. Yeah. She argued and recorded the officer, which, like, lady, you're allowed to record the officer before she was arrested. The, uh... I, my impression of the Key West police is that they are very in the spirit of things and they will not be dicks and they really yes. just don't want people beating the crap out of each other or shooting each other or doing really bad things. But generally, they w- this is consistent, right? They warned her. They're like, dude, ma'am, you can't have your breasts exposed here. At least put some body paint on I will assume that you don't know the rules and you can't have your breasts exposed, so please don't. And to be clear, guys, you're allowed to be topless at Fantasy Fest. Yeah, it's a little complicated, so it's fair that they're like, here's the rules, ma'am. They kind of expect them to be airbrushed slash body painted. Mm -hmm. Or like have 
It's not just naked breasts. Seashells on the nipples or whatever mermaids Pasties, do. Pasties, 100% fine. Mermaids, Pasties. dime a dozen. Dime a dozen. Absolutely. Um, but, I mean, they can be naked and just, like, colored blue or whatever, and that's right. fine. Right. It just can't be, like, unpainted and also out in public. <laughs> right. Which seems subtle, but it makes a big difference in, like, the... You know, also applies atmosphere. to penises. I mean, we went last year. Yeah. How many like naked cocks did we see walking down the street? I mean, painted, painted, several, several, none, none flesh colored. No, but they were like, you know, incorporated into the costumes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. There's some confidence there. You got to work have. hard for in, an indecent exposure charge at Fantasy Fest. Yeah. And uh, as I said, the cops really aren't out to, to screw you. They're trying to play along. The people that will get in trouble are just the ones who are kind of aggressive and aggressive like they don't want violence that's really the big thing right yeah, that's right yeah well thank you gwen filosa for that thread and thorough report of the fantasy fest arrests gwen you're doing the hard work that's great this yeah. is important stuff it's time for german word of the week oh yeah i think i forgot hang on all right go ahead Okay, this this may one be one of the things where it like shows my age because I'm yeah. not sure it's still in new passports, but it may be German passports before they were biometric like all the other passports in the world. They used to have a, a field that said you know it had height, weight, eye color, um, and then it said unveränderliche Kennzeichen. Unveränderlich. Unveränderlich means unchangeable. Unveränderlich. Unveränderlich. No. Verändern is to change. Verändern. Verändern is to change around, right? So like yeah. unveränderlich means unchangeable or permanent. So permanent permanent markings is the is what it used to be. And people used to be and I used to think, Oh man, I don't have any of that. It's boring. I'm boring. But it's it, it used to be like scar on left cheek or, you know, leg missing left leg missing <laughs> or leg missing. no but it's like things that you can't change right like so the police would you be able to find you on your collar i know bone? i don't know if that's too subtle or not we won't talk about lumps yet ingo broke his collarbone one time and like didn't go to the doctor so he's got this like lump maybe on his maybe i broke my collar which i tell him like if he ever dies in like a fiery incident i'm going to use that lump on his collarbone to identify his body yeah i mean i won't be as concerned about it at that point no you'll be dead i will be dead <laughs> anyway people used to be able to put in their passport like missing a limb or finger chopped off in industrial accident hey you got one of those too i could i could do my you know my index finger with the the buttercup chomp um, so now I have one final issue campaign. That's great. So I think people used to be able to put in tattoos too, or like, you know, yeah. tattoo of <laughs> mom on <laughs> left bicep or something. <laughs> so unveränderliche Kennzeichen. They do that. They used to do it. And I, maybe they still do it in passports in Germany. Unveränderliche I mean, Kennzeichen. Now it's biometric where they, they, you know, they take your fingerprints and they put them in a computer chip into the passport yeah. and it's all more sophisticated, but it used to be more like. You know, if you have <laughs> if you have a facial tattoo like Mike Tyson, put that in your passport because it does help to identify you. That's true. If someone's ever looking for you, yep. that would help. Yeah. Yep. Unveränderliche Kennzeichen. Kennzeichen is... Um, Kennzeichen. 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 I identifying mark. Unveränderlichen Kennzeichen. 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 Okay. Permanent marks. I mean, would be the American 
Yeah. Equivalent. But I, I notice American passports don't have that. No, we don't. That would be good. Be useful. <laughs> uh, what's the German word? Uh, no, we did the German word. Uh, it's time for Ingo Corner. Ingo Corner is just like be excellent to one another. <laughs> party on dudes. Party on dudes. Continue to be nice. <laughs> Continue to send each other cards of oods because it's freaking touching. And, and, you know, be inspired by the chaos that is these these dogs. That's great. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Um, happy Halloween and Dia de los Muertos if you're yes. listening on tomorrow for us. And until next time, Slava Ukraini. And don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Yeah, don't bite people like that. Bye. Bye.